What's up, everybody? This is Marshall Couture, also known as Plex of MarshMakesArt.com. How are you guys doing? Oh, and this is the Escape Artist Podcast. <laughs> uh, how are you guys doing? So, <laughs> I recorded this. I recorded a podcast on uh, Thursday. I was all excited. I read this cool book, or listened to this cool book um, about how to think like Leonardo da Vinci. Da Vinci. Uh, um, and I just kind of talked about that. <laughs> Thought it was a cool topic or whatever. It's good fodder for the podcast. Um, but, uh, fodder? Is that the right word or is that not the right word? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but, uh, you know, it was, it was cool. It seemed like it was a good one and I was like, okay, I got my stuff done early and I can, you know, get this podcast up even early too because I got a busy, busy weekend coming up and, and, um, I'm going to be trying to do my best to fit my painting in for Thursday. Uh, but I'm going to, I don't even know if I'm going to find any minutes at all to do this. And I ended up being able to get up early on Sunday, a little extra early, more than my family, because I have family over, and uh, get a lot of my painting done, most of it um, done. So that's cool, but, um, you know, Saturday I had a little time too, just enough to, like, kind of get the pub- the podcast up and published, and... Uh, I went to go download it from Google Drive, and there's only about three minutes of podcast on there, and I'm like, what? I definitely went for like an hour or so, (laughs) and uh, so it didn't record, so I was sitting here in the truck talking to no one and not even recording (laughs) Uh, Thursday, so that was fun. But who knows? <laughs> and now I'm not going to talk about the book anymore exactly. <laughs> I mean, I will probably in a future podcast or maybe throughout, sprinkled out and things. But, uh, you know, now I have something else I want to talk about. <laughs> so who knows? Maybe maybe it was ordained to be such... <laughs> I don't know. But, um, well... I won't get biblical on you. <laughs> um, so, uh, let's, let's see. Okay, so updates. Well, one thing's cool is I can kind of do a, uh, a little... Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I should have a title for this kind of thing, like a success story type of thing. Like, I, wa- I think it's good to... Um, like, I like podcasts and things like that where they you know, maybe have some instruction or whatever, but they also have, like, like, testimonies, I guess, maybe testimonies, or success stories of people who have applied whatever it is the podcast's about, and, you know, have had success with it, and done well, and it's really, I find that super encouraging, um, you know, 
and it, and it gives you ideas like, okay, first of all, other people are doing this. Second of all, you know, there's that, you know, you get ideas and stuff um, of what maybe you could do kind of in your own way. Maybe you could take something somebody else did and, and apply it to whatever you're working on or whatever. So, um, yeah, so I don't know. But today I have kind of like a cool thing is, um, it's not like huge, but for me, like, and that's one thing is a lot of times, and I learned this, you know, when I was working with the GTS crew, um, and, you know, a lot of times we, uh, they, they had like this thread or whatever that they, it was private or whatever, but just for the group where everybody, um, was to put, like, it was just this one thread where everybody just wrote, like, if you had any success with anything that, you know, we're talking about, post it here, or with anything, really, even if it's little, like, some people were putting, oh, you know, I made, like, a hundred dollars this week, or a few hundred dollars, or whatever, like, or made, like, a lot of money, and then some people were like, I got, you know, five likes on my Facebook page, <laughs> you know, and they encouraged that though they were like you know what put that stuff no matter how small it is throw that up there because a lot of times you know we make we think about all the negative stuff and it, it um, overshadows you know the good stuff and good stuff does happen but you know you're so focused on, on kind of your goal or what you want to do and you're reaching for something really high or whatever and if you're, it's taking you a while to get there, it gets really frustrating. So, you know, focus on the successes you're having, and that'll help you build and be more encouraged to continue building. And, you know, now you got five likes, maybe next week you can get ten likes, you know. And, you know, then you'll maybe change your goal to something else or whatever, but, like, you're starting, you're, you can see the progress, start to see the progress better. Um, so... I mean, not that I have to break down how this all works, but I do, because, and this will go with what I'm talking about today anyways, um, because we're all human, <laughs> and we all need to be, to find inspiration and encouragement, and we also need to have things repeated over and over and over, which is redundant, and, um, you know, because, you know, you, you might know something, but sometimes you need to be reminded. And um, sometimes you forget things, you know. Um, I think something about the way our brains work, like, multitasking isn't really a thing that really works well with humans. Like, some people can kind of do it in some ways. You know, you can do, sometimes you can do kind of some brain work while you're doing some physical work, like, I, that helps, actually, for me, like, um, like, doing the dishes helps me think about, you know, what I'm doing with my art and stuff sometimes, things like that, being busy with your hands, even, like, um, you know, praying and stuff, like, um, for my faith stuff, like, I, like, I'm not the type of person who can just, like, kneel down and pray, like, I have to, like, be walking around and, like, I don't know, I have to be doing something, somehow... I get too distracted if I'm, I'm just 
trying trying to be same thing with like meditation if you've ever done meditation or whatever like it's like I have a hard time just sitting still you know so anyways so yes there's like that kind of multitask but when it comes to thinking like I don't I think we uh we're as humans like you can't really try to focus on more than one thing I mean that kind of defeats the whole purpose of focus um so like it's good and and you get a lot more done if you can have like focused periods of like a few hours or something like even with my painting it's getting frustrating because the paintings that I've been doing have been they keep getting broken up like I can't just sit there and do the whole thing in one sit down um and you know for the type of painting that is something that's that I'm doing that is something that's um you know possible it's watercolors and I don't know it's illustrative and, and I'm not like a master like other people are like so but even so like you might focus on one section of the painting if you're taking like a long doing a longer painting but if it's like you're in the middle of something and all of a sudden you know you get a phone call or somebody has an emergency or whatever something comes up that you have to do uh you know it, it takes you out of it and then to get back into it like you might not start off in the same place where you were where you were focused and you might mess something up or I don't know I, I certainly find inconsistent work because um, when I lose that like drive or whatever or that focus and then I have to go back to it I kind of approach it a little differently than I did when I first was like doing it you know so it's good to be able to like focus um, on one thing, and I think that's all we can really do. Like I think we're um, kind of cheating ourselves, our and our work, you know, of the quality it could be if we're if we are too distracted. Um, so. <laughs> Why was I talking about focus, though, is the question. I gotta focus. <laughs> um, oh, well, I guess I was still trying to... I'm always framing. I'm doing a lot of framing today, you know, getting, getting around the topic before I actually get to it. But, um, you know, I was talking about getting into the successes. And, uh... So, I put up my video... <laughs> Without further ado, because I don't know how I connected the two or whatever, but um, I guess I have a lot on my mind. <laughs> so I was, uh, you know, I put out my video last week, the uh, Punkzilla, Punk Godzilla, and Punk Rock Godzilla, I mean, and uh, I was very pleased with the results because one thing with these videos is I'm trying to. Um, make, and I've been talking about this, so you guys should, you know, will probably know, um, but, you know, I've been trying to make these things, like, I'm more focused on the entertainment factor of these, you know, videos than, you know, just documenting it and throwing it out, you know, so, I've been, I tried to do whatever I could to make, and I still, there's definitely stuff lacking, the quality wasn't quite where I want it still, I still, but it was better than the first video, 
Um, so I'm making progress, and I think this new video will be even better because I got another light going. And uh, well, I guess that's the only thing that's really going to make it better. But I think it's clear. It's hard. One of the things is like when you record the video and you you know put it on the computer or whatever, it looks great. Um, even when I get it all set and ready, it looks great. And then I upload it to YouTube, and then the quality goes down, or whatever. Or it's either that, or when I process it through my compute, my uh, um, program, you know, the quality goes down. So, and there's so many settings, you know, where you can kind of, uh, you know, where you can like save the video to different kind of files, different settings of files. So I don't, I might not just be doing the right combination or something. I mean, I'm trying to do like HD, you know, high quality, but then somehow I lose quality between that and uploading it to YouTube and stuff. So I don't know. There, I think I need to look up some tutorials or something on that because there's got, hopefully there's something on that. I've never run across it yet though, but there's got to be, you know, something on that. So... Anyways, <laughs> um, you know, I put the video up, um, and one, so one of the things, my biggest goals right now with making these videos is I want to make them so awesome that people want to share them. Um, so, I mean, I, it's going to take a while to kind of get exactly to where I want, but, you know, I'm doing it definitely better than I was doing it before. You know, just throwing up quick videos and me talking over them or whatever. Um, although I will do videos like that too in the future, but you know, they even those would be a little better production value. Um, but so, you know, I put it out there, and you know, I posted it in my normal places, but I didn't go too crazy really. Uh, and I got like a good seven-ish. Maybe more, maybe less. I think it's definitely around seven or more shares um, from different people. And, you know, that's awesome. <laughs> because I didn't even ask for anybody to share it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I probably should put that call to action there. But, you know what, people put that call to action in their videos all the time. And I've done it too before. And people don't share necessarily. It is good to kind of put the, that in there and... You know, sometimes a little suggestion can go a long way. But, you know, so maybe I would have had like 10 or 12 shares, you know, if I put that in there. Who knows? That More than 7 or whatever. So, you know, but, you know, I didn't tell anybody to share it. I didn't ask one person. And I got like seven. And, you know, that might sound small, like, ooh, whoop-de-doo, you know, to some people, you know, who have like a million subscribers and a million views per video. Oh, and the last time I looked, I had like 76 views on this one video. Um, so that's definitely more, you know, within, I don't know, four or five days. Um, so that's definitely more than most of my videos get. I get up to maybe 30-something is, like, a good a good amount of views. Sometimes I only get, like, 14 to 20 type of views, you know. Um, 
so 70, you know, 6 or whatever it was, it's pretty darn good, you know, um, and I can't wait to, like, like, one of my goals is, is to have one of my art videos surpass, uh, my best, you know, my most viewed videos, which it probably won't take too long, you know, maybe this one will do it, um, because I'm already at, like, 76, and one of my most viewed videos, I think, is only at, like, two or three hundred views, and that one was, like, I th- I don't know if I talked about it on the last podcast or if I talked about it on um, the podcast that didn't record. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that video is, you know, me showing people how to refill a certain pen that, you know, is popular in the graffiti uh, community. So I knew that one kind of, I, I almost did that one for the views, but also I did it just to be helpful as well. Uh, and because I, I was looking through, uh, you know, videos on how to refill it, and I didn't really, like, it didn't seem like they were doing that great of a job of showing people. I don't know that I did a great job either, but maybe I did it a little better than some of the other people who knows. Um, but anyways, still, even still, like, 300 views or whatever isn't that much. Like, um, you know, some of the popular people I watch, you know, they get 300 views within the first five minutes posting their thing, you know, so, but still, it's, for me, so, for me, 76 is a lot, though, um, so, that's really cool, um, and I just really appreciate, you know, I'm sure, I think some of you who listen have definitely were some of the people who shared it, so thank you, you know, very much for that, um, that was really helpful, um, that's like the more, that's like gold right there, you know, Somebody's sharing your stuff, and, you know, I got to give props again to uh, Eddie Crosby, because he shares my podcast, I think, every single episode, you know, so that's awesome, Um, and he also, yeah, shared the video, too, so that's awesome, too, so, and, but the thing that really makes me excited isn't necessarily the shares themselves, I mean, that does get me excited, but the fact that I made, I actually made something that, like, people liked enough where they're like, I feel like I want to share this, you know, that's, that's the reaction I'm trying to get, um, just because I I do want to provide that value where it's, like, entertaining and people are having fun checking it out and stuff, I mean, that's kind of a big part of what this whole art stuff is, you know, like, why do we share our art, I've, I've asked the question many times on this podcast, and, you know, tried to answer it, and there's a lot of, uh, a lot of different nuances and reasons why we share our art, you know, but I think one of them is we do want people, you know, we just want to provide, like, some enjoyment, something that either makes somebody laugh or moves them emotionally or makes them think or something like that, um, so we want to cause a reaction of some sort, you know, within the person, the viewer, um, and that's, you know, some people exploit that to kind of a ridiculous amount, you know, with their stuff. But, I mean, don't we want to be moved in that way? That's kind of why we like art, I think. Or a part of why, you know. So, in music and any other medium that's, like, creative like that. Um, so, uh, yeah. So really excited about how 
that turned out. And, you know, it's a small beginning, but, I mean, I'm hoping I can build from there, you know. I'm trying to reach out, you know, trying to figure this thing out. And I feel like, I keep telling people, like, I feel like I kind of figured it out. Like, I figured out, and what, what that means, I guess, is I kind of figured out my the thing that works for me, maybe, you know, or... I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'll switch over to something else again, like I always do, but, um, I don't know, like, there's something different about this time, where it's like, it's like a lot of things are coming together with this, you know, um, like, and I wouldn't be able to get to this point if I hadn't tried a million things, so I'm also starting to feel a little more okay with the fact that I've been refining this for so long and, you know, going from one, you know, from graffiti stickers to toys to comic books to, you know, whatever, like paintings, you know, I keep trying a million different things and, you know, a hundred days of paintings, a hundred days of comics and, uh, you know, I'm probably going to be done, you know, with trying to finish up the hundred days of stuff, like even though I am painting, like, I just, I don't really want to clog up, clog up my YouTube feed with willy-nilly, I shouldn't say willy-nilly, but, like, stuff like that, like, challenges and stuff. Like, I want it to be less focused on what I'm doing because I want to do it and more focused on what uh, people want to see, you know, like not pandering, but, like, making cool stuff that's entertaining and interesting and whatever, you know, and it's going to be stuff I like to make, but I'm just a little bit more cognizant of the audience, you know, in general, you know, so, I don't know, I think that's okay, you know, anyways, so, and I think that's a lot of what we try to do, we just get all artsy-fartsy about stuff and you know, have to be like, oh, I don't do it for the money, or whatever, like, there's all these, like, hang-ups that we have as artists, and, um, you know, I have them too, (laughs) you know, but I'm trying to, like, break free from that to a certain extent, like, I want to be sensitive in that way, I want to still have those sensibilities, um, but I don't think we think right about what we do, and that's kind of, that's actually the topic that I wanted to talk about, and I should put the air conditioning on, since the windows are closed, because it has gone up here, over here in the northeast, it has gone from spring, (laughs) in April, to, you know, it was like spring on, uh, on Friday, or no, not spring, it was like winter, on Friday, you know, when the, when the month changed over, and then the month changed over, I think during the weekend or something like that, and on, uh, you know, Monday, it was like sweltering, <laughs> you know, it was like summer, so we went to winter from, from winter to summer with no spring, which is weird because last year, we, it, it, like, didn't even really get hot hardly at all until, like, there was a couple weeks in August, and even then it wasn't too crazy, um, 
so, you know, usually, you know, it does, you know, July, August, it starts, it kind of gets really hot, but, like, you know, it's not super hot always, but then you get, like, a stretch of a few weeks or whatever where you're just like, oh, it's so hot, (laughs) but we're getting that now, and, (laughs) you know, we're not even into the middle of May yet, so, I don't know, (laughs) it's crazy. So, it's kind of good, I guess, but it's like, it's like already muggy too, and actually right now I'm driving, it's like foggy, and it's actually somewhat cool, but it's definitely muggy, um, but I'm also near the shore at the moment, and, uh, it's going to get like, I think it might even get up to 90 today, or tomorrow it's going to get up to 90, today it's going to get up into mid 80s or something, um, and that's hot for us, you know, we rarely go further than like 95, you know, 95 is about, that's about as hot as we generally get, but once in a while it it peaks over 100, um, even maybe 110, but that's very rare, but anyways, and that's like during the summer months, (laughs) I mean, we're still, this is supposed to be spring, like, last week we had no buds on the trees, like, there was nothing, it was all no leaves, nothing, and, like, I wonder what that will do, like, if it gets too hot too quick, is that a problem, or, I don't know, maybe that accelerates the process of growing things, I don't know, but, sucks, I'm in traffic, because I have to uh, be somewhere, and I was trying to go fast, and, you know, luckily I did go fast, and so hopefully I won't be too late, but it's like I have to be there at a specific time, usually that's not how it is, you know, it's just kind of like, get there a little early if you can, if you're a little late, it's no big deal, but now they're like, whatever, (laughs) anyways, so, enough talking about the weather, (laughs) this is an art podcast, um, sort of, anyways, so, let's see, uh, so, I was listening to some podcasts this morning, um, just wanted to kind of wake up before I started recording, um, get a little inspiration, get a little coffee going, (laughs) and, uh, I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts that I talk to you guys about all the time, 48 Days to the Work You Love, Dan Miller. And uh, he got a question in by another illustrator um, who also does a podcast that is what I'm assuming is kind of similar to this one, um, but in his own way and, and stuff like that. And I just started listening to his podcast. I listened to like 10 minutes and then I was like, you know, I was inspired to like, let me let me just start recording because I got a lot in my mind now all of a sudden that... I want to talk about. So anyways, he asked a question into Dan Miller's podcast, and Dan Miller, you know, said, okay, he has this podcast called this, so I immediately went and subscribed, and his podcast is called, and his name, funny enough, is Miller too, but it's um, Andy Miller, and um, he has a podcast called Creative Pep Talk, and I'll try to, I should remember to that in the show notes, 
I will remember. I will remember. <laughs> um, and he wrote in a question to Dan Miller's podcast, <laughs> you know, be, talking about being an artist and how a lot of artists, like he's a little bit worried that, you know, as an illustrator, like trying to talk about some of these kind of markety things, you know, kind of what I talk about here, like I'm always like, I listen to all these marketing podcasts and blah, 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 um, you know, and he's, he's like, I, I'm very familiar with a lot of this content and I enjoy it, whatever, and, you know, I'm trying to bring that and help people because I really like helping artists um, and stuff like that, which is very similar to me, and, um, <laughs> but, you know, artists tend to have kind of an aversion to markety speak, <laughs> you know, and stuff like that, you know, there's a lot of stuff I don't even say, <laughs> on this podcast, I always try to reword stuff, <laughs> but even still, I do say some of the stuff, I mean, it's not like you don't know them already, I'm sure you guys have listened to some of these kind of podcasts yourself, and, um, but like the word webinar, or like, um, you know, this one I do talk about is like your unique, your USP, unique selling proposition, or whatever, um, things like that, you know, Stuff like that is talked about all the time, um, you know, with these other podcasts. And, you know, they're focused on business and they don't have these weird aversions to words as much. I mean, they do a little bit, but, um, you know, because other people doing businesses, you know, they're not, a lot of these people are approaching business from, not from like a, uh, you know, I went and got a business degree or I'm from corporate America and I'm starting a new business. A lot of these people are doing like these little startups because, oh, you know, they like making cupcakes or whatever and they found a way to sell it online or, or something, you know. Um, so a lot of these people are pretty common. So they might even be like, oh, I do it for the love. And, you know, you do it for the love and then you find out like, oh, well, people really like it, and then maybe you're either forced or you need to, or maybe it's just like, you know, you kind of want to, you think, and maybe, maybe I can make some money off of this too, um, but it becomes weird to make money off of something that's supposed to be a passion, you know, and, and maybe some, even seems a little frivolous or something, or, you know, and, and sometimes people will definitely criticize that, <laughs> Um, you know, and that's big in the art community. I mean, I'm sure when I get to a certain level, I'm going to have a lot of people saying, you know, and I don't want to like self prophesy this and make it happen because I suggested it, but, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I could totally see people being like, oh, you don't care about you know, the art, you just do it so you can sell stuff, blah, 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 you know, I mean, I think some of us who listen to this have gotten, these, this podcast have gotten that, I mean, I've talked about Jeff Lafferty a million times, and, <laughs> you know, he had that whole thing with the fan art thing or whatever, uh, where that guy was busting on him, and he had to kind of change up his whole approach to things, and, 
you know, I've spoken about that artistic cannibalism that I hate so annoying that it's like we need to just chill out and stop judging each other and freaking you know just support each other we all know it's hard to make a living doing this art stuff so let's just freaking help each other out you know (laughs) to me any way that somebody can make money with their art outside of like really morally ethically wrong things um and you know But for the most part, you know, any way that you can find a way to make money with this stuff, to me, is pretty valid, you know. It's hard to do it. So, you know, there's no... The thing is, is we don't realize that we are putting value into the world. Like, a lot of times, it's it's like it's a double-edged sword because not only are we frustrated that we can't make money from it, we also are not sure we should make money from it, you know. So, if, you, if you're thinking that way about this stuff, then you're kind of already, like, screwed, you know? I know that's kind of what's tripped me up for a long time, you know? So, and then some of us work in illustration, and we still kind of have that, you know, we, we already are freelance artists, and, you know, and we still have that kind of mentality and it's like it's like um, it just I think it's killing our our art our pursuits with our our art and everything and um, you know we need to get it out of our heads that it's bad to make money or that it's wrong to try to make a lot of profit we also need to realize that our art is worth more than we think it is, you know, um, and that we bring a lot more to the table than we think we do, and I'm trying to learn to figure that out, but I, I feel like I, I need to write a book just to figure it out almost, <laughs> um, because, like, I'd like to be able to sit here and kind of spit out to you, like, you know, the five ways, the ten, the ten reasons or something, you know, that art is important, you know, and, and I could probably do that, but it would, it's not solidified as much as it should in my brain, you know, like I do kind of know that, but I feel like I could know, know it better, you know, um, so we need to realize our worth, we need to start, like, solidifying that. And, you know, we need to get rid of that artsy-fartsy mentality (laughs) to a certain extent. Like I said, I want to still have those sensibilities, but, you know, I I don't... I actually love the... kind of love the term (laughs) artsy-fartsy because I almost was thinking of, like, seeing if artsy-fartsy.com was available at one point because I think that artists especially in, like, well, I can't speak to the fine art community because I'd be kind of prejudging and stuff because I don't really know it that well. But there is, like, the, uh, the, um, stereotype, you know, where, you know, painters just get, or I shouldn't say painters, but, like, fine artists or those who appreciate the fine arts 
get what I call artsy-fartsy, you know, they kind of just, you know, they kind of think more seriously about this stuff than maybe they should, <laughs> and I'm not saying that this art is not serious and, and there's not deep meaning to things, but it's like when you kind of are, get to a point, there's like a, there's like a fine line between, you know, being confident and arrogant, or being like, meaningful and deep and being pretentious, you know, like there's, there's a very fine line, you know, between some of this stuff and it's, man, when it, when it goes over that line though, it just really irks me and I know it irks other people too. Um, I've had, you know, conversations with my buddy Mike Villad, who I mention every podcast <laughs> and, you know, he's kind of feels the same way, you know, it's like, Especially when it comes to, like, you know, critiquing everything that, like, all these movies that Marvel's making and things like that and and DC and stuff. It's like, can you just enjoy a film and stop critiquing everything ridiculously? Like, when you were a kid, you didn't critique it like that. You know, maybe maybe you started to eventually, you know, I mean, I know I did, but, um, but, you know... At some point, you were watching, you probably saw the first Star Wars and just got super excited. And probably didn't have all these, like, little, like, let's examine it type of issue situations, you know, and see what, you know, George Lucas did wrong. <laughs> you know, if you were that same age and you saw the prequels, you know, maybe, I don't know, I mean, I do think there is a difference in quality in in the story at least of the prequels but I still think it was those I love the prequels but uh and like the whole Jar Jar Binks thing like I don't mind that at all I thought there was goofy characters in the first Star Wars there's goofy characters in the prequels you know it'd probably be actually I'll be kind of pissed if there's not goofy characters in the new ones you know to me that's part of Star Wars so, anyways, I don't want to get on that, but, you know, that, but that artsy-fartsy, or maybe some people will call it, like, hipster stuff, where it's, like, every, things are cool for, like, five seconds, and then it's, like, once somebody else, like, mentions it, it's almost like, oh, it's not cool anymore. I was, I was into that yet last week. You know, I don't know, like, that kind of thing, or, you know, just critiquing what people like. <laughs> I mean, that's part of it, but there's also the fine art. And I'm not, I have nothing against somebody who might be known as a hipster, or I I don't have anything against any groups, like, but, you know, it's hard to talk about stuff if you don't put some kind of word to it, you know, (laughs) so, um, you know, the hippie thing, (laughs) you know, all that stuff, like, the stereotype, but not everybody is the stereotype. So, I don't know. Whatever. (laughs) Probably losing listeners every word I say right now. (laughs) But, um, anyways. So, and then, you know, like I said, like the fine art stuff, like, it's like, oh, you know, it it, it gets like, like throwing paint on a canvas, you know, oh, or like there's like a little dot, you know, and a whole white canvas, that means this you know yeah there's probably like that can 
kind of stuff that can be done like once <laughs> but then there's a point where it's just like a gimmick almost or it's like just lazy art I don't know like maybe it's when other people try to do it it's like yeah the first person can do that but like after the first person did it you can't do it anymore like don't copy that do your own thing you know <laughs> so I don't know and now that's even getting a little artsy-fartsy about stuff. I don't know. So, but the thing is, is we have all these weird hang-ups as artists. Is really the point. And, uh, you know, it causes us to not be able to um, nurture our more businessy side, you know, or whatever. Like, because, first of all, we're like, what will other artists think of us if we do it? I mean, let's be honest, that's a thing. <laughs> I certainly, that's probably a big motivation of why I'm like, always like, oh, I don't know, this, that, blah, 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 like getting all wishy-washy about stuff, you know. What what do other artists, what will other artists think if we get a little more pushy or a little more markety, you know, about our stuff? What if we, what happens if we post it more than once, you know? And I've definitely erred more on the side of, you know, try it, you know, if you look pushy, whatever, you know, lately. But I, I, those hang-ups are still there, even for somebody who does that, you know. I mean, I don't believe in pushing marketing anyways, but um, it's just not smart. But, you know, you know what I mean, like, still, just even if you do it the right way, it's like, you know, you're always afraid that people will think of you as like, oh, he's all just only in it for the money. <laughs> and you know what? I've gotten to the point, like I said, where it's like, I don't care how people make money with their art. It's hard to do. Try stuff. You know, I, I, I have zero judgment for people trying to do that. You know, we have a lot to bring to this world. And, and the biggest reason, one of the biggest reasons why we're not doing well with this stuff is because we're afraid to push this stuff, you know, and we're afraid to learn how to push it because we're afraid of being markety, you know, we're afraid, these, all these words, like we, like, oh, I don't like that word, you know, market, I don't like this word and that word, and it's like, you get to the point where it's like, can you know, maybe we need to just start speaking a different language, <laughs> because we have all these hang-ups on all these words, like, how can I even function, you know, <laughs> if I can't say some of these words, so, I mean, and then there's the idea of, like, changing, switching it up, maybe I can find a different word, but eventually, whatever that word is that you find that seems like, okay, now I feel better, because... <laughs> Now I'm not saying marketing, I'm saying reaching out or something, you know? <laughs> okay, but how long before that term becomes like, oh, he's quote-unquote reaching out, you know? <laughs> you know, he's such a sleazebag now for, you know, he's such a, you know, a car salesman, you know? Say, like being somebody, in, like salesman is such a bad word to people, even if you're not an artist. Like I had a recent thing where I was talking to a guy, a friend of mine, and this guy is like a big talker, like he just, he talks to everybody, he's got people bringing him stuff, like 
who he just met once, like, he's getting people's business cards, like, he just, like, is a talker, and it's just because that's how he is, he just loves talking, and he knows everybody, (laughs) and I think it's cool, I think it's really, it's fun to, like, to observe this (laughs) activity, because I'm so not like that, like, the only time I really talk is when I'm on this podcast, other than that, I'm just quiet, like, I was at a bunch of family functions this weekend, and it's like, I, I put my little things in there, usually they're little jokes of things I'm observing of what other people are saying, and then that's about it, like, I get in and get out, <laughs> and other, for the rest of it, I'm just sitting there observing other people talking, and then I leave feeling like I had a bunch of great conversations, <laughs> but I wasn't even the one talking half the time, most of the time, um, that's how I am. It's only when I get on this podcast that I start blabbing like an idiot. But, uh, so, anyways, like, watching this guy who's, like, super social with that kind of stuff is, uh, you know, it's it's definitely interesting. And, I, oh, the, the thing I wanted to say is, like, I was like, dude, like, you are so good at this, like, you should be a salesman. Like, that is, like, the gift of gab is the greatest gift you can have almost of being a salesman and he has a way to a way about him that like people like I'm not a talker but when I get around him I start getting into these big conversations you know and he just has this way this like inviting way about him that like makes you want to have a conversation with this and it doesn't matter like he could talk about any topic it seems like like I have to like almost ignore him and feel rude like, when I know I can't talk, <laughs> you know, and it, it's, it's funny, but, um, so, you know, but even him, like, he's not an artist or anything, he's just, like, a regular old guy, um, you know, I shouldn't say that, we're all unique, but, um, he's just, like, a guy who goes to work, and, you know, whatever, he, he's got his hobbies, but he likes to make food, <laughs> but he's not, what somebody would call an artist or anything, and even him, like, he's just like, he's like, oh, no, there's no way I would never be a salesman, because I don't want to lie, and, you know, that's awesome that he doesn't want to lie, but but the thing is, is salesmen get such a bad rap, but you can be, I mean, there are many people who are salesmen who are honorable, they have integrity, they don't lie, because if you know anything about sales, it it's um, building on trust, and you can't lie, like, once you lie, you're screwing yourself over, there are sleazy salesmen who lie, um, and they can get so far, and some people, you know, maybe they build their career on that, but it's such a it's such a horrible way of, you like, uh, there's like an art to sales, and you do not have to be sleazy to do it, um, and there's a lot of people who are very successful and are not sleazy about it, you know, and there's a lot of people who are sleazy about it, and that's why it's gotten a bad rap, um, but it's like that with everything, I mean, who doesn't kind of hate cops these days, you know, but there's a lot of great cops, you know, (laughs) 
There's a lot of cops who would never even put their finger on the trigger unless they absolutely had to. You know, there's a lot of cops that don't try to beat people. Like, they are just trying to do their job, and they do a great service to help us, you know, to keep stuff safe. But at the same time, how can you apologize for, you know, what they've, some of the stuff they've done? And, and through the years, you know, I, I put a post out recently. It's like, you know, it was just a, a song from um, Big L, who's a pretty famous um, rapper, and he's, he died, unfortunately, he got shot, um, uh, you know, in a drive-by that it had nothing to do with him, he just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time, and, uh, you know, anyways, like, he had this song, like, back in the days, you know, about how hard it is to be a black dude, and, like, freaking, you know, always getting pulled over by cops and things like that, and I don't know, I just posted it, and I'm like, because this was an older song, and I'm like, see, you know, like, we've been, it's not like people haven't been talking about this for many, many years, and way before, oh, and way, even way before that, um, you know, people have always been talking about this issue, and nothing's changed, you know, and, you know, basically cops keep killing people, and keep, you know, doing things that are messed up based on race, and, and all that, and it's just ridiculous, you know, why has there not been change? So, there's that. There's definitely issues that need to be addressed. But, just because there's some bad cops doesn't mean they're all bad, you know what I mean? Like, and and that's the case with everything. Like, what, what are the stereotypes we have to deal with as artists, you know? The starving artist, you know? Um, the fact that our our profession doesn't have as tangible a purpose, you know, um, you know, art isn't, you can't kind of put a finger, it's hard to put a finger on why art is important, you know, it's not like, oh, you know, I manufacture steel and it's used to create buildings and cars and pretty much everything, (laughs) you know, and it's super useful in this industry and in this world, you know, Um, so, like, that's kind of easy to, I mean, I just did that real quick, you know, (laughs) it's pretty easy to, um, put a finger on, you know, why steel is useful, and working with it is useful, but as an artist, it's, it's not the same, you know, and so... Where was I going with that? <laughs> well, I think the the whole point is is that we need to start thinking differently about things, you know, as artists. If we want to be, and I don't, I should say, if we want to make this like a career, yes, that's like the obvious thing. But also, just as a as people as a whole, like our you know culture in. America or wherever you happen to be as a whole, because it's pretty much everywhere that, or most places, I think, that uh, art is kind of disrespected and things, so, you know, we need to think differently about it, because it's not, it, it does serve a purpose, and so there's that, but 
also, as far as building the career, like, we need to not be shot, like, because the thing is, is to be successful with anything, you can't, like, be shy and, and some would say half-hearted, but I would say hesitant because it's not half-hearted. We, we do it with our passion, but it's, we are hesitant to do businessy things. And that hesitation is a killer to businessy things, you know? Um, it really is. Like, you need to be able to go forth with confidence, you know, to make any moves. I mean, there's things you can do that are kind of more quiet and under the radar, kind of like what I'm doing, like putting these videos out. Um, there's definitely ways we can approach it that are more comfortable for us as artists. Like, we don't have to be out on the streets saying, you know, here's our art, check out our art, blah, 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 like, art, art, art. In fact, that stuff actually doesn't work. But, um, you know, we, uh, we can, there are ways, you know, now, especially with the internet, of doing this stuff in a less abrasive, less salesy type of way, you know, that is actually better, uh, works better. Um, and a lot of people who do do the pushy marketing have been realizing that as well, that they can't just like be super pushy and super salesy because people don't respond to that, especially in this new age, you know, um, where people like so much is transparent and people can now see you know under the rug and behind the curtain a little more um so yeah there's a lot we can do and I think that there is some things we can like it doesn't have to be like you know you are an artist so you but you need to get into the business mindset you know but we do need to do some changing in our mindset. We need to think differently about money. We need to think differently about marketing and business. And, you know, there, maybe we can change some of the terminology and make it more friendly and make it more authentic to all our personalities as human beings. Maybe that's an opportunity for us as artists, you know, because we have those sensibilities, you know, we are sensitive to like that I think that's one thing we are as artists is we're more sensitive like to like uh stereotype situations and like like we have the opportunity to kind of do some good change in the world with the way people think like you know the whole like issues on like gay marriage and like um you know feminism and stuff like that like there's an ultra extremist part of those things that I actually don't love, but there's also stuff that needs to be said and needs to be, we need to be sent more sensitive as a culture to. And, you know, if we have those sensibilities, why are we shying away from this art and business stuff? You know, we should be, we have an opportunity to bring those sensibilities forth and help the world think differently, you know, about that stuff. So, 
anyways, I gotta pause it here and figure out where the heck I'm going, <laughs> and uh, I'll I'll come back and kind of end it um, in a minute. So, one sec. So, I'm back. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. Like, we got a lot of dirty words, <laughs> but we need to like kind of try and. Uh, Try and kind of repurpose, re-refine our, our language about this stuff. And, yeah, I mean, and, and honestly, you know, a lot of these more markety type people, maybe people from, especially from, like, the corporate world and stuff, and, I mean, they hire people who are more on the creative side for the, I mean, that's why they hire illustrator, illustrators in the first place, you know, because they people realize that, you know, image is important and, you know, the aesthetic of things affects how people buy things, you know, and, you know, something that looks more appealing, you know, that's why things like McDonald's have gone through changes in the way they look and the way they market and stuff like that, you know. They started out kind of, you know, pitching everything to kids. Happy Meals, Happy Meals, Happy Meals. Um, eventually, they realized that meals were kind of a big deal. <laughs> and they, you know, I don't know if some of you guys might be too young, but I think a lot of you are more my age or maybe even older, where you remember that, uh, you know, fast food restaurants didn't always have meal deals. You just went and picked from the menu, got a hamburger, got some fries, got this, you know, <laughs> would you like fries with that is, you know, not really even a question, like, it's such a thing that people always say now, but, like, if you really think about it, that doesn't make sense anymore, like, <laughs> you never, don't order fries with that, like, it comes with the meal, you order a meal, generally, <laughs> you know, I mean, we, there's, like, the dollar menu type of thing and all that, but, the reason why they did that before, though, was, like, that's, that's the, uh, the art of the upsell, you know, you know, if somebody's already saying, yes, they want to buy one thing, well, you can make a lot of money by saying, like, I used to work at, um, Guitar Center, and, um, I hated it, and I never did, I didn't do well, but I probably do, would do a lot better now that I know a lot more about this stuff than I did back then, but still, I didn't really love the environment, um, but anyways, you know, one of the things, you know, that was always good to do was like, okay, you know, you're buying, you know, this, say, in a small level, you're buying like this microphone or whatever, you know, well, you're gonna, you know, now that you bought the microphone, oh, you're gonna need, you know, a cord and maybe like a, a microphone stand, <laughs> so you kind of upsell. Sometimes it's even just on little small things like... Like, oh, oh, you got this whole, you know, microphone set up, but you might need an adapter, you know, for a certain outlet or whatever. So, you know, it's only like five bucks more, you know, or a lot of times they'll do like the insurance plan or the warranty thing. You know, it's like, oh, it's only like this much more if you get the warranty. And then if you break it, you can bring it back, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, and all you're doing is you're adding more value and adding more value and seeing if people will pay for more value and it's good, but it gets to a point where it's ridiculous, too, sometimes, 
And, um, you know, that's the part we respond to negatively, obviously. So, um, but, you know, now I see, I forgot kind of, oh, I was talking about, like, um, you know, how, how, um, you know, businesses realize that they, they need to focus more on some of the aesthetic things. Oh, and I was saying how, like, McDonald's, like, you know, they went to that and the meal deals and stuff, but now, um, you know, they've also changed their image, like, they started marketing more to an urban environment, um, or aesthetic or whatever, because they probably did some, you know, some, um, analyzing of who buys stuff from them, and, you know, they found out that, I mean, a lot of people found out that, I don't know, they probably found out certain demographics act certain ways, or whatever, um, and, you know, that's, that's all, like, that's where it gets into some of the nitty-gritty marketing stuff that, honestly, we don't have to deal with too, too much, um, as artists, you know, independent artists, but maybe one day we will, depending on, uh, how far we get with our, our, um, stuff, (laughs) but, um, I mean, it is always good to kind of have a target audience in mind, um, but that's a whole nother, like, discussion, um, and it's bumpy around here, (laughs) so, you know, but, like, the whole point was that companies need artists, like, and, you know, they may downplay their need for it, but they really do need artists, and, if they can see that, and and a lot of the reason why we have a hard time making money through this art is because we're not good at, um, explaining to, uh, potential clients why they need us, basically, (laughs) you know, we're not good at, at putting that out there, like, being like, what, you know, some of us are, and some of us are more successful because of that. I mean, that's a skill that you kind of need, as a, especially if you want to be a freelance illustrator. And I think that, um, you know, on that whole topic, you know, we leave a lot of money on the table because we're, we don't, we don't, we'll, we'll, we want to learn all the art techniques and get all into the nitty gritty of, of that stuff and play around and experiment and express ourselves and all that stuff, but we don't put that same effort into learning the business side of things, you know, and, you know, people spend their whole lives on the business side of things, you know, that's a full-time thing in and of itself, and, you know, we want to be artists, we don't want to be worrying about stuff like that, you know, but a little can go a long way, you know, it doesn't hurt to learn, like, I know there's a lot of frivolous learning we almost do, not frivolous, but, you know, we'll be happy to, like, watch documentaries on all kinds of various subjects, because we're into it, and there's no reason why we can't fit some business stuff in there, too, you know, and try to figure out how that applies to our own life, and I guess a podcast like mine, and, like, the one I was talking about, this, uh, 
um, creative prep talk uh, podcast with Andy Miller that I'm going to put a link in the show notes to. <laughs> um, and like I said, my, my stuff, like, so that's kind of where I'm trying to help you guys, you know, and I'm not even doing it in a businessy way because, I mean, I think eventually there probably will be products that I create, you know, books maybe, or like, you know, maybe, I don't know if webinars is really something I want to get into. Because to me, I don't want to focus on this stuff. I kind of do this stuff for free. I some A lot of it is me journaling and, and figuring it out myself and just kind of passing along some things that I learn. But if it ever becomes something where people are like, man, like really asking for it more and, and really kind of it's there shows to be you know maybe an opportunity sure I, you know I, I mean I already want to write a book just to kind of sort my thoughts out about it so maybe I will write a book and try to sell that but it'll never be I don't think it'll ever be my main thing because that's not what I want to do you know I don't want that to be my main thing I want my main thing to be making art you know like a lot of us do so I, I'm going to give a ton of stuff away for free like pretty much everything you guys know, if you listen to my podcast, I'm an open book. Um, I say too much sometimes. Also, outside of my social security number and my exact address, <laughs> um, I pretty much put everything else out there. So, um, and my bank account number. <laughs> I don't put that out there either. Um, so, anyways... Uh, you know, it's just, uh, we just gotta try to, well, realize we can bring change to this stuff, you know, and realize it's worthwhile to do that, you know, it's kind of like, and obviously non-traditional relationships and things like that may be different, whatever, and not all women and men are the same like this. But in general, <laughs> um, like in my experience at least, and, and many experience of people I've come across, <laughs> is, you know, you get married or something, or even if you, you know, you move in together with, with uh, your girlfriend or something like that, or boyfriend, however it is, um, you know, for me, it's like, you know, I, I move into a house or something, I've moved in with my wife, and it's like, you know, I'm, I'm all about, like, okay, we gotta get the TV up on the wall, or whatever, like, I don't even have a mounted TV, so I don't know why I said that, but, <laughs> you know, we gotta get the entertainment center, or whatever, going, and, you know, we gotta get, you know, also just, like, the essentials, like, I gotta get my studio set up, that's a big part of it, we gotta get the bed in there, you know, all this stuff, that's my concern is to get like the furniture in and like you know get things set up so we can live you know um get the washer and dryer working you know things like that um and (laughs) if I were to leave it up to my wife she might get the whole place designed and painted and 
I mean, obviously these things go in different order. I mean, you kind of do sometimes paint before you get anything in there, you know, or whatever. But, you know, it's like the more aesthetically pleasing stuff is more important to to my wife, maybe. Like getting the pictures up on the wall, doing some painting and, and, and all that kind of stuff. And for me, it's like I just want to get the function of the house going, you know. And, and, you know, that's why the whole idea of like a bachelor pad, like it's not it's sometimes it's just like it's messy and it's it serves its purpose it's kind of like me with my car you know it serves its purpose but you know <laughs> it takes me forever to like go wash the car or something you know like to me I just want to be able to work on my art I don't care how messy things are getting you know but I do like it clean <laughs> But I don't want to put in the effort necessarily to do certain things sometimes. Although I do, but, um, you know, kind of me left to my own devices, things would just always be super messy and, and, uh, you know, crap. I think I just got on the road I'm not supposed to be on by accident. I gotta get off of it. So, anyways, um, yeah, um, trying to think of where I was, (laughs) so, you know, yeah, my, my wife will be more interested in certain things that I, I'm not, so that's kind of what we do as artists, we kind of serve as, as that, but that's still super important, like, it's way more pleasant to live in a house that has, you know, it doesn't have, like, some of these other considerations, and it's not even just design, it's a lot of things, but, in decoration, but, um, you know, but it's like, I always feel like, you know, my wife kind of brings grace to what would just be a, a, you know, a house that isn't, you know, it's more just like, serves a purpose or whatever, or serves a function, you know, she kind of brings a, a grace to it, and I really appreciate that, and, um, it makes life better, you know, like, we wouldn't have cats <laughs> if it wasn't for her, and I really, um, you know, I do like having the cats around, you know, they keep us company, and they're fun, and, you know, that's the part I wouldn't think of, you know, (laughs) like, I just want to get in my studio and do art, but when there's plenty of times where, um, you know, she hasn't been there for, like, a week or a couple weeks or whatever, because she used to go, um, stay with her sister, you know, a lot of times, like, because her sister was in Virginia and stuff, so she had to go, you know, she's a twin and stuff, and she's really close with her sister. Um, so she used to go do that a lot, and, and I'd be home by myself sometimes. And it is always, like, it gets lonely, and it's <laughs> it's just, like, I don't have her there, like, to be, like, kind of a cushion to to what just harsh living is like, you know. Or not harsh, but just, like, straight-up living, 
you know, without any of that grace. And, and it's, it's hard to put, again, your finger on, like, what the value of that is. Like, it's hard to, like, to describe it or whatever, you know. But it is something that is there, you know. And, and it is something that's very important. And, and it serves a great purpose. But it, it's not an obvious thing that you can say, so... I don't know. I hope I hope you guys understand what I'm saying. I hope that makes sense. Um, you know, <laughs> like I said, it's hard to describe. It's something that I'm working on, but I just feel like we need to uh, we need to start thinking differently about some of this stuff and and try harder to think differently about some of this stuff. You know. Um, because it's important and we all want to be successful and I think that a lot of my friends are successful and they're they're making a living with their art you know and that's awesome and I look up to them because I'm not doing that um but I think that we can bring it so much further like we don't have to just eke out a living and I for one do not want to live in in a existence where I'm just eking out a living, and everything's a struggle, you know, obviously there's going to be struggles, and it's going to be tough some months or whatever, like, there's always going to be things, um, but I just feel like there's so much more opportunity that we're not realizing and not taking advantage of, um, you know, people do need art in this world, you know, and we just got to learn how to better present that in a way where, you know, people realize they want to, and, and it's obvious because some people make tons of money with this stuff, see, the thing is, is when you can find the right thing, or whatever it is that, that really works, you know, the sky's the limit, there's no limit, you know, I mean, the most, you know, some of the most rich people and I'm not saying I even want to be rich. I just want to be comfortable. I want to make stuff. I want to make money doing something I'm good at and that I love, you know, and that I, where I can best bring my value to the world, you know. Um, but, you know, some of the people who make some of the most money in this world, or in this country at least, are artists who have just found their thing. And they've expounded upon it over and over and over, you know. So, you know, it's worthwhile to look into this stuff. It's worthwhile to try to figure out how to rephrase some of this stuff. Um, and, yeah, I think we need to, to focus more on that kind of thing. So, anyways, <laughs> so I guess the title of this would be like, uh, I don't know trying to, uh, kill the artsy-fartsy artist in you or something, I don't know, we'll find, I'll figure something out, <laughs> but anyways, thanks for listening, guys, hopefully this was helpful, hopefully it made sense, um, and I hope you enjoyed it, and, um, you know, thanks for listening again, and we'll, I'll talk to you on the next Escape Artist podcast hosted at marshmakesart.com, later. Background music provided by Mr. Pool. You can find show notes at donkeyjawprojects.com where you can also sign up for the newsletter. If you'd like to support, go to patreon.com slash plex or go to iTunes and leave a review.
so much for listening. Now get your butt out there and make some awesome stuff. It's a skate artist.